Hey, what's up? Happy Friday, everybody. Uh, we're live. Uh, Friday, what's the date today? Oh, we're in January. Friday the 12th. So, no, the 19th. I'm a week off. Jeez. Happy Friday. Uh, sorry for the lack of intro music uh, or graphics or pretty much anything else. But you know how we do it here on a shoestring and uh, we're just chatting. So um, I am sporting the new puffer jacket that we just came out with today. Uh, the puffer and I think we have a new, we call it the flash jacket. It's a, uh, I showed it to you guys last time. It's a, it's a water resistant uh, cycling and running show. That's like, I think it's 10,000, 10, I don't know how they grade the fabrics, but it's like a, a it's not it's like like rubber is like impermeable right or not even that's not even impermeable but um fa the fabrics have to breathe a little bit so um it does it does soak through eventually but the the shell's pretty good water beads up awesome it's pretty cool and then this this new um puffer jacket has a dwr coating so it will um help resist the, the rain just a teeny bit so it's a little reflective. We got a little reflective reflectivity, a little patch right here. So it's kind of cool. Um, and then a, there's a, a pocket on the front, which is kind of cool. So you can throw your stuff in there too. So happy Friday, everyone. Linda, um, I know last week, Brian, what's up, buddy? Um, we gave away some Normatech boots, which was pretty awesome. And uh, stay tuned because we'll be, we will be giving out more um, more stuff pretty soon and uh we're gonna be giving away i think a buy saddle or two uh coming up which is pretty cool um whoa chad hope you're feeling better chad um so today we, we're not gonna keep you guys um listening to me much longer so today we have uh, a very special guest as always uh david whelan um uh, to come on and talk about what he is trying to do with Team Zoot and how all you guys could help um, with the um, with the para initiative and para triathlon in general. Let me turn my turn my phone down. And uh, so we are really just kind of keep it casual, get a little, get to know David a little bit, and ask him some questions. So uh, let's bring him on, Dave. How are you? I'm doing awesome, man. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Um, so I turn I turn my volume way down and I'm like oh I can barely hear you. Um, <laughs> so Dave and I were we were just talking right before we went live that uh, you know I'm wearing this this puffer jacket and Dave said said he had to uh, get a little bike and a run in indoors um, after this call because he is in Cincinnati or just outside of Cincinnati or are you, are you in Cincinnati? I'm in Cincinnati. I'm like ten minutes from uh, downtown. So. He's in Cincinnati and it's like single digits there. So, um, yeah, they're pretty gnarly. So you'll probably, you get out probably still a little bit, right? Like when you can. Yeah. Yeah. A decent amount. I mean, I, I got to swim in a little bit earlier, but I, I try and spend some time outside and, and, uh, you know, get that sunlight in. So, yeah. So, so Dave, tell us a little bit about yourself and let's just start there. And then what, what you're trying to do here with team zoo. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I am a paratriathlete. Uh, well, I'm, I'm a below knee amputee. I was injured in a work accident back in March of 2012. Uh, I had my foot crushed by a piece of equipment. Um, and then from there was diagnosed with a condition called complex regional pain syndrome, uh, which is also known as the worst chronic pain condition known in medical science. Uh, at one point, it took over 
uh, the entire left side of my body. I battled that for about seven and a half years. Um, 2018, I had the opportunity to elect to amputate. Um, I was given a 99% chance of being completely pain-free if I amputated. So figured I'd go to Vegas with those odds all day, right? So um, I ended up amputating. The amputation went absolutely horrible. That's when the condition took over the entire left side of my body. Doctors were getting me ready for long-term medical care for the eventuality of uh, the condition spreading throughout my body. And eventually, you know, uh, the thought was me succumbing to it. Um, I went two years without a left foot, just in a horrible amount of pain, just feeling like I was being lit on fire and just stabbed repeatedly. Um, anything more than a light breeze or a um, top sheet of a mattress just felt like it was sandpaper, just ripping off hot skin. Um, it was really, really challenging. Uh, like I said, I went two years with that. Um, I ended up having the opportunity to do a revision surgery, total revision, where they rebuilt the distal end of my residual limb. So they connected my tib and fib by way of a bone bridge. And then they, um, they uh, detached the nerves in back of my leg and then stuffed them into the nearest muscle. And from there that created like near neural pathways bypassing pain receptors in my brain. So for all intents and purposes, um, I, I still have CRPS, uh, but I don't have CRPS symptoms right now, which is how I'm able to do everything it is that I do right now. Um, I represent the U.S. nationally and internationally uh, in paratriathlon. Um, I also just did my first uh, 70.3 in Indian Wells, um, gearing up for the start of my 2024 season uh, at the beginning of March. And uh, yeah, just trying to have some fun with it. So it's uh, yeah, it's, it's been a great time. Yeah. Um, before I comment on your gnarly story, um, it sounds like it looks like a couple of people can't get the live feed, but they're on their commenting so if you guys could hear us and or see us because we are live right now someone give us a thumbs up so we know it's not on anything we're doing on our end um and then if if it's not then we'll try to figure it out but but that's pretty nice so basically you were living oh thanks thanks guys so you guys you were just living in like utter pain for how many years did you say seven and a half seven and a half years and then and then you decided to like hey let's let's take let's let's amputate yeah um you know i was pretty active before my injury um i was playing soccer for the school that i was going to i'm, I'm from uh the los angeles area uh so you know southern california born and raised right but moved to cincinnati about four and a half years ago um but yeah you know during that injury i jumped up to 232 pounds and just a giant ball of suicidal depression um, had a couple suicide attempts. Um, and yeah, you know, I, I finally kind of came to the, um, to the, the realization that, you know, I was letting life pass me by, you know, I was really every day that I didn't commit suicide was a win. Right. Which like, I understood that that wasn't really living at all. And I, I developed mantras for myself. And one of them was that I wanted to make an impression on the world and not my couch. Um, so, you know, I, I started going to the gym, I started focusing on, you know, the smallest, smallest victories, right? Like getting in my car to go to the gym was a victory. And I started celebrating that. Then like, I'd get into the gym and like, I'd celebrate sitting down inside the door kind of thing. And I just, I, I, that created a snowball effect of just positive energy that I just, you know, just literally started running with. So that's, that's pretty awesome to hear. Um, you know, it, it's crazy because. You know, I think we, we talk about this quite often, um, but but people, 
especially in in the sport of triathlon they they see people doing these like crazy things and then now in the age of social media you know it's like i mean i probably see about a billion motivational quotes a day um from people and everyone like getting you, know, you have strava you have instagram you have all these things and and if you're like if as a full able-bodied like person that has you know besides not so great genetics has perfect health um you know like it's hard for like a like me like just normally sometimes when i see all this stuff coming you kind of feel like a turd right and and you know what you're you're saying about small victories is kind of super poignant because you know with us you know because we like to suffer quite a little bit i guess that's probably why we like this this sport but like like do whatever you do that like makes your life a little bit fun and if, and if that is going on a 10 mile run or a two mile run or a half a mile run or watching a movie that day or you know like like lately i've been building legos with my kids <laughs> and like that's the most fun like it's all about having fun right yeah. so it's all about like doing things that like tickle that little serotonin you know release mechanism in your dome that just kind of gets you going and it, and it changes right so yeah. so as you get as you get older th that always changes but i think people get locked into the to the, um, you know, the mindset of like, oh, I, you know, I don't, my house isn't big enough. I'm not fast enough. Or let's just bring it to triathlon, right? Like, like I have this all that I had this this morning with one of our team captains. We we went riding this early this morning, and and we have a big captains uh, and team zoo kind of race in Oregon this year. And of course, like I trash talk because that's what I do. Like I just I grew up with three brothers. You know what I mean? And at the end of the day, it's like, I only do this because I want to feel good, uh, you know, during that, during the activity. That's the only reason why I do this. And, um, and, you know, we're talking about like shaving minutes off the time. And I'm just like, what, why do I care? Like, like, what do I get? What am I going to win? Like, I just want to like feel good during the moment. And then like, you know, whether that's a six hour half Ironman or a four hour half Ironman, you know, most likely it won't be four, but like, it's all about these like little small things that kind of get you going. So, so when you started, so when you started, you said you started going to the gym, like that was like your, so you had, so you had one leg and then an amputated leg. Did you have like, like, just like a, like talk to us about how those prosthetic works because I, I know a couple other para athletes and like, you know, I know that the, especially the sport, like the, you know, the sport um, prosthetics are crazy expensive and gnarly. Um, do they give you like, like a regular one? Like how much time did you have to, to like rehab to learn how to walk again? Like, like walk us through that a little bit before you, before you went to the gym. Yeah, that's a lot. Um, okay, we'll break it like, like yeah, this, I'll, I'll, make I'll, it real small. Yeah, I'll, I'll break down, you know, my journey. So like, um, 
so I, I didn't go straight into prosthetics, right? So like I, I went seven and a half years without really being able to use my left foot a whole heck of a lot. Like I couldn't even put a shoe on my foot. I, I would have to go to CVS and get like those slip on, like really kind of crappy, like house shoe slippers yep. that were gel that were like, that was like the most abrasive thing that I could allow to like have on my foot. Like even stepping foot into a pool, uh, um, just that was way too much pressure on my foot. Right. So like, you know, with that being said, um, I used a device called an iWalk. Uh, they're based out of Long Beach, California. Uh, it's a handsless crutch system that attaches to your leg and it, it attached just high enough that it, um, it didn't at first hit the area of my leg that was affected by like the CRPS symptoms. Um, but at other times, you know, I was in a walker, right? Like I, I used a walker pretty frequently. I would use a wheelchair frequently. Um, I would use crutches frequently. Um, it really just depends on the day, right? Like, and you could also talk to people that have a lot of metal in their body that could feel like a low pressure storm coming. My body was the most accurate gauge of like, whenever a storm was coming that, oh my God, man, it's like, you know, it could be two days out and I'm like, a storm is coming. Right? Like, and dude, I, I felt absolutely everything. Yeah, they would have burned you at the stake, you know, 200 yeah. years ago. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> even sooner than that. But yeah. <laughs> you know? um, but yeah, man, you know, after I had my, um, so I had my original amputation done 2018 went absolutely horrible. I wasn't really able to wear a prosthetic a whole heck of a lot. I was still transitioning from uh, being able to, um, you know, what that modality was, whether it was a walker, whether it was wheelchair crutches and so on. Um, 2020 is really when I started using a prosthetic again, or when I started using a prosthetic at all uh, in full time. Um, I I had my, my revision surgery March 12, no, March 14th of 2020. Um, and then July 3rd i took my first steps in about seven and a half years and then that following november i ran for the first time uh, and i ran four miles uh and surprisingly enough dude like i ran an 8 15 minute mile and i was like holy crap you know this is this is rad and um that, that's that's like a minute faster than me <laughs> Dude, you know, I hope you're not racing Oregon. Oh, no. <laughs> I'd love to, man. I'd love to. Um, but, you know, you, you talked about, you know, kind of like the serotonin dumps and things that you love and you enjoy, right? Whether it's like whatever your medium is, right? Like you, you just have to have one. But, you know, I, I'm, I'm fortunate to where like I, I got to experience my trauma. But like I face everything now with like the utmost love and gratitude and joy to where like I have so much fun with it. Like Indian Wells was challenging. I, I fell on my bike a couple of times, you know, that, that mountain line starting, you know, I didn't realize there was a hill, you know, like I, I, I was in a rough gear and just tumbled over. <laughs> but, um, so I ended up losing a decent amount of my hydration on that. Um, but, you know, just decided to, to race with love and gratitude and just enjoyed the entire process, man. And, uh, you know, I a hundred percent agree with you. I feel like, you know, there's, there's inevitably a certain amount of suffering that comes with triathlon right but like i think suffering is um it, it's it's an action and like any other anything else you could be really good at it and you could be really bad at it and i i know a thousand ways to suffer poorly and unfortunately i'm really good at it but i feel like i found one way to suffer well and i'm just feeding that on a regular basis and just feeding it love joy and gratitude man and just having a great time with it 
Yeah, and you know, like even when you're having a, a bad, like when you just feel bad, like everyone, like I feel like crap, like I feel so bad, and, but like you're you're feeling it because you're out for a ride or a run, and like you're that's already like a, a win, right? Like it's it's already pretty cool that that you're able to do it when a lot of people can't, or you know, talk about perspectives, right? So like you know, you're like you're doing it you're doing it with like essentially one leg and a prosthetic, which is like, I mean, most people won't go outside here when it's raining. Right. So, <laughs> so it's like, it, it, you know, and which is fine if they don't want to, it's, that's their yeah. deal, but you know, but it's, you know, it's kind of like how you, you know, it, I, I don't really know what to, I, I'm trying. I have a thought in my head and I don't know how to explain it, but you know, it's how, how you explain, like how you live your life. Right. So yeah. you know, it, it might be one of the things why we like this sport so much is because it does really teach us to like, just have fun and be cool and do, I mean, this is a super selfish sport, right? Like it's, I mean, it takes a lot of work. We're doing three sports, right? We're not just doing one. I, I always lie to myself. I'm like, well, if I only do cycle, then I'd be like a way better cyclist. Not true. I also <laughs> I would suck at I would suck at that too. Like if I just did one thing, but um, you know, it, it it really there's so much positivity in our sport in general. I mean, I mean, like don't go into the comments of like slow twitch or something, or like you know, or or just people's like Instagram. I don't know why. I don't, I don't know why people need to hate so much on everything and, and like it's like dude just like they're just unhappy right it's just yeah, yeah. there's a lot of unhappy people they're not you know they're not something's wrong which you know ultimately just you feel sad for them because they're commenting on some person's instagram account about their like you know oh like you're fat and she's like this this person's like super stoked that they just finished a race right and we're like dude why don't you just be stoked for them like it's pretty awesome and um absolutely yeah. So uh, anyway, go, coming back to, to what you're doing right now and, and, and your kind of goals as a triathlete. So you're, you're trying to become to, to, or do, I can't remember if you already hold your professional card as a, as a, a triathlete. As a paratriathlete. paratriathlete. Yeah. So it's, it's different, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, there so there is a difference between you know para and i guess able body and you know for uh -huh. me like ideally i want to get away from the able body thing too because i feel okay. like I'm, I'm 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 more able than most able body people that i know you know yeah <laughs> like, for sure yeah right like you may have all your limbs but let's hit a track you know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um you know i'm i'm, I'm not a big sticker on, on you already that. beat me bro <laughs> Um, so what, what would you like, what, 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 what are the, like, what are the terms that, that you would like to see used just maybe so we could have a little learning moment? Yeah. You know, um, so, uh, the U S Olympic Paralympic training center on, on Colorado made an awesome move in, in, you know, renaming it, right. It, it was the U S Olympic training facility, right. Uh, making it the U S Olympic Paralympic and para often, uh, I think gets misunderstood. Para means parallel to, so you know we're we're it, we're parallel to our our counterparts that have 
uh, you know, all their limbs or don't have any sort of, you know, medical disability or something. So, um, you know, in terms of what I like to identify as, I guess, as if you're going to label an athlete, it, it's a para-athlete, you know, I'm parallel to, I, I use an adaptation to complete, to compete. You know, I'm, I'm an athlete first that uses an adaptation, right? So, um, but yeah, you know, it's, um, I mean, I, I, we're trying to get away from like the disabled athlete thing, you know, um, I, my goal is really like, you know, not just the inclusion, but like the equality side of, of sports as well. So really like wanting to try and, and create that lane, um, you know, for, for legitimate athletes, right? Like I, I, I run about 35 miles, you know, a week. I'm, I'm in the pool about 15,000 yards a week. And, you know, I'm about 150 miles on the bike a week. Right. So like, I, I that's like, those are like, those are, those are pro stats. Like that's a lot. That's a yeah. lot of training. Good for you. Yeah, dude. Like I'm, I'm, I'm training quite a bit. Right. And like, I, I don't, I, I want my goal, you know, with this and everything that I'm trying to do is like, I'm, I'm really trying to legitimize the professional paratriathlete, right? Like really trying to, you know, what does that look like? And, you know, my 30,000 foot views, I would love to create a professional paratriathlon team that like shows up and like throws down at races. That'd be pretty awesome. I'm putting your, um, if you guys don't follow Dave, already i'm putting his uh instagram link in the comments um give him a follow to like follow he, he's newly engaged uh, Thank you. uh you're you know your lovely fiance now um you guys are going to start dominating but um give him a give him a follow and, and and just to check out his journey and, and show him some support from time to time would be pretty cool um so so with team zoo so what dave is also trying to do with team zoo is is basically open up you know, as a source of uh, mainly a resource for, Absolutely. you know, amateurs, ambassadors, all these, these people that want to maybe try their luck at triathlon, but don't know how to go about it. Um, you know, I, I think in this, this last year in Long Beach, I went out. So one of our, our other professionals, Ben Hoffman, he, he, um, is a para guide for, um, Owen, uh, Cravens. Yeah. Dude's a beast. And I went down to Long Beach to watch them. It was some, it was a qualifier for something. I can't remember what it was. And so Ben cites for Owen and it's, it's actually really cool to watch. Um, you know, swimming is, is, is pretty crazy and they have a little tether that they're, they're tethered together. And then when they get on the, the tandem bike, it's, it, you know, it's a, it's a super cool, um, symbiotic relationship they have on the bike where they just kind of like, you know, they just, without necessarily communicating all that well um, or all that much, they, they kind of get it done and it's, it's, they're in sync. And when they're on, it's, it's pretty cool to watch. And they obviously Ben is a, is an extraordinary cyclist and, and so is Owen. So they like those guys just flying. And then obviously on the run is pretty cool to, to watch them, um watch them go together and i was i was i, I got I actually got in trouble from the the race because it, it there was there wasn't that many people there it was like super and and like like you know me like i'll just i'll i'll i will like do something and then and then i'd rather ask for or beg for or what's that what's this the uh, ask for uh, beg for forgiveness yeah beg for forgiveness but then ask for permission right so i i go in there like they're in transition and i'm seeing these para athletes like like women and guys like 
hopping. So some of them didn't have a prosthetic like on the bike. They're like, like hopping with one leg with their bike on the side all the way to the mountain line, which was like far away and right. then mounting their bike and taking off. Um, I, you know, as, as Ben and Owen were coming in transition, I was videoing it. And like, I was just like, like hearing them talk in transition. I mean, it's still faster than any transition I've ever done in my life. And, and the dudes, you know, pretty much, I mean, he's blind. So it, it was really cool to watch and just to watch all those para athletes. So, so there's a lot of things that like, you know, I, I couldn't answer. And probably most people that are on team zoot that, that are, you know, they have all their, all their limbs or they have all their sight or their hearing or all that stuff. They wouldn't be able to answer for someone that, you know, is trying to look in the pair, um, get in triathlon. So that's where, he, where Dave comes in is he's kind of coming in as a, as a, as a resource for people that, you know, could just bounce questions on off him. Um, I'm sure people, you know, they, they would have newbie questions. Plus they added um, complexity of, of being a para athlete, which is pretty crazy. Um, and so let's see. Yeah. You know, uh, so I, I created a Facebook group to where, you know, if you are a para-athlete, so there's there's certain um, classification criteria and you don't necessarily need to be classified. And I'm happy to put all those classification criterias up, um, you know, and if, if you fit within one of those, um, again, you don't need to be nationally classified or internationally classified. You just have to fit within one of these categories to be part of of the parazoot community and it's you know an above knee below knee amputee um you know missing uh arm visually impaired um there's there's all different uh categories um but i'll i'll list all those out and if you fit in one we'd absolutely love to have you but yeah again i, I want to be a um a resource you know to be able to um well i want to create the the resource on the facebook group to you know, hey, this is this is what I use. You know, I'm looking for an adaptation for this. I'm having a hard time with training for that. You know, what have you used kind of thing and just, you know, bounce ideas off of the community and just, um, yeah, just try and create that tight knit community of, um, you know, under one roof, under the, the Zoot umbrella. And, you know, um, one of the things that I love about Zoot is, you know, I was racing in, in France in Bassasson, um, you know, earlier this season for a world championship race. And, um, had a great time with it, but I wore my zoot gear out there. Right. And, you know, I'm just out, you know, along the boardwalk out there and someone says, Hey, team zoot. Right. Like, <laughs> absolutely, dude. Like I, I love the community that zoots created and how powerful is that for somebody that, you know, may have a hard time identifying with, am I a triathlete? Well, you know, running looks different for everybody, right? Swimming looks different for everybody. There's a place for you in that there's just an adaptation for it and your case may be similar or different than somebody else's but you know i guarantee you that there's somebody you know somewhere else that has had to use the same adaptation or has had you know the same challenges and i want to create that opportunity for um for everybody to be able to bounce off ideas and you know something encouraging and you know maybe uh training tips or you know we, we all we all battle those you know weekly daily challenges in training right like i'm you know, just trying to create that positive place for para athletes. Yeah, I, that's that's pretty awesome. So, so if you guys are, are watching this now or later or or listening to it, if you guys know anyone that that has maybe like had some questions that you can't answer, like like I put the link for the the Facebook group in there. You know, reach out to Dave, and you know he's he's been through 
all he's been through it all and and a little bit more so um and you're still probably learning a lot too as as your as your journey kind of like goes on which is which is pretty awesome and then you could talk to dave about like cold plunging and stuff he loves all that he loves all that stuff you know what's your what what's the new what's the what's the what's the thing right now like what are you like what are you what are you in is it still like your cold plunging daily or is that it you're doing some sauna what's your what's your thing at the moment i have a full protocol man um honestly right now like i got a salt generator uh for my sauna so it uh it dispenses medical grade uh, saline solution that uh you know just kind of uh, clears out your alveoli and your bronchioles and just helps the you know the gas exchange happen throughout the lungs so like you know it's it's kind of that time of the year where everybody's getting sick right everybody's getting the flu or the cold or this that or the other um you know this kind of helps with that and seasonal allergies but um yeah so i'm, I'm nerding out on that quite a bit i have that in the sauna so i'll wake up in the morning i'll do my red light therapy i'll go in the sauna and do the salt therapy then i'll go into the cold plunge and then from the cold plunge i'll go in the jacuzzi and and try and get like a full thing going. <laughs> i think we should trade places for a couple that sounds pretty <laughs> awesome actually <laughs> want to come out to cincinnati man i'm working on building the paratriathlon team out here so here's, a, here's therapy yeah i have to like get up at 4 a.m make some breakfast for my go to the gym get back and take my kids to school. I don't even have time to stretch. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. That sounds, that sounds pretty lovely. That's interesting too on your, on the, the salt and all that, all that cool, all that cool stuff you're doing. And, and you know, what's rad about it is like, you're fired up on it, which makes it, you know, we talked about that serotonin tickle. So like, like it feels good to feel good. Let's like, yeah. let's just cut through the, the BS, right? Like, like people like to feel good. And like, being in shape, whatever that looks like for you, right? Like it, whether that's a, a, a time goal or a distance goal or any of that stuff, like it does feel good to like, you know, hey, I think I'm going to do this and then, you know, do it, whether it takes you a, a month to do it or a year to do it or, or in that time. And, and to, to, to cross any finish line is, is pretty remarkable, um, yeah. you know, and to see, like, I couldn't imagine running on a prosthetic for, you know, at Indian Wells, like I have a hard enough time, you know, doing it uh, you know, with two, two legs. And, uh, you know, like when I see someone that's like a, like a bigger person and I'm, I'm seeing them like at the, like at a race, like I'm more stoked. I am more stoked for those people than I am for like the, the, you know, the, the person who's like, oh, I've done Kona like 10 times. And it's just all like cut up. Like I'm like happy for them as well. Obviously that takes a lot of hard work and dedication, but like I look at the person that doesn't necessarily look like a typical athlete and I'm just like, hell yeah. Like, yeah. like, dude, that's a, that's a hard day. Like kudos to you for like a sh being here, showing up and then doing it. Right. Which is, which is pretty cool. And if, and if, and if you could, you know, give that to, you know, or at least help encourage that into the, the pair of, the para world and and get i mean the ultimate goal is to like i mean we're like let's face it dude we're a full-on cult right like triathlon <laughs> is a total cult like Absolutely. we love we love bringing people in right it's so it's just awesome we Got love acronyms and everything for <laughs> oh yeah you yeah, know these people i've like roped into like rides and runs and stuff you know it's just so fun and and uh you know it's it's really cool and then once you kind of get that bug it's just like you, you know you want to do it 
for as long as you can because i mean we all know it's we, we we can only do it for so long right or or however long you want to do it doesn't matter but just have fun while you're doing it right absolutely, so, absolutely. you know yeah. i i tend to to operate off two founding principles you know one is that we're communal beings and we thrive in a sense of community and the other is that movement is medicine right and you know that movement could look different for everybody but for me it's important for everybody right and you know exactly how how powerful is it for those people that don't necessarily identify as that that chiseled you know guy or girl that's going to crush the course and set a new pr on something right but like dude they went through something that's challenging and that there's so much medicine and power in that in that struggle to where like i you know having conversations and creating those experiences and race opportunities here in cincinnati but it's like don't take away those opportunities because there's there's so much medicine there right and that's that's all in here right and that's yeah. like you know i'm i'm we could we could be our our biggest critics but also like if you could flip the script and just kind of you know retransition or like rephrase on on what it is that we're telling ourselves like that's that's where the magic's at right and you experience that in in that suffer and that suffer is just so freaking important that yeah like i've I've fallen in love with it, dude. And it's it's absolutely beautiful. But yeah, super culty. Super <laughs> Anyone that's ever done a race, that's ever done like like just take an Iron Man, for instance, right? Like, like it is so hard. I don't care if you did it 10 years ago. I don't care if I don't care if you did it and then you know you did it 10 years ago and now you weigh 300 pounds, you know, which is like that's the track I'm on, right? Like it doesn't matter you did it like and you'll like you have that forever and it's like it's like the like and you're you're you you get into that you know you're in that special club that no one you know unless you do it like you don't really know how hard it is and i actually think we also forget <laughs> we also forget how hard it is that's why we sign up for these things you know we continually sign up for these things and pay like our hard-earned money to like do this but it's because we're like you know, we like to be around people that think like us. And I mean, that's, that's true in any, you know, in a social setting and politics and religion and you name it, right? Like it's, it's just human nature to be, to be around people that, you know, do things and, and think the way you do. And, and but it, it, you know, and at least in, in this sport, it's a, it's all positive, right? There's like zero negative, <laughs> there's zero negativity. So the more people we could bring in, which is pretty, it's, which is pretty awesome. And, and I, you know, I, again, you know, watching that race in Long Beach, I was just like totally inspired watching these people just like kick ass on the, you know, on this race course. And, you know, I know Ben uh, is also his, you know, he's, they're trying to get into to re, uh, Paris, yeah. which I, I, don't, I think they qualified for. I'm not sure, actually. Um, I would be incredibly surprised if Owen wasn't going to Paris. That, that kid is a beast, man. He's, it's intimidating. Yeah. Shout out to, to, you know, the, you guys all know Dave, who, who is our custom guy who comes in every once in a while and makes an appearance on these things. But he uh, was a paraguide in, I want to say when the Olympics were in Barcelona. Um, I can't remember. That was a long time ago, like really, really long time ago, but um, it's pretty cool. So, so if you guys, you know, if you guys, Cheryl, Cheryl Hill is in the house, by the way, shout out to Cheryl. So like, like we're just, you know, Dave's trying to open it up for everyone and use, you know, he's just trying to be a, he's just trying to be a, 
a lightning rod of of questions and resource that you know that only really only you guys know so is it is the para the para community pretty small at the moment with with triathlon um yeah you know it's it's not super big um in the u.s it's it's not very big there's some great foundations that are doing an awesome job um you know at at kind of fostering that that love and that passion and, and creating that opportunity for people to to try it type of thing you know there's also a usa uh paratri development series that's a that's a really cool outlet um but yeah you know if if you guys uh if there's anyone on here that you know knows somebody or, or that you know you yourself are, are interested in in any more information um you know, on my Facebook page and on my Instagram, there's a link to my website and, you know, my, my contact information's on there. You know, feel free to, to shoot me an email. Um, always love chatting, you know, giving any uh, information that I can. Um, yeah, you know, feel, feel free to reach out. Yeah. And just know if you guys don't feel like working out some days, like Dave is getting it done because he's putting in this 150 miles a week in this in Cincinnati in the freezing cold everybody come on let's go get it done and cheryl cheryl rubens um yes you don't have to be perfect to be amazing that's the you know the i think the um i sound like we're on some some like bro science podcast you know perfection and amazing are those are those are all relative right so you are amazing and you are perfect you know even if you don't think you are you're pretty you're you're living and breathing which is a, a anomaly you know everyone just just chill out and remember that we're just like a super insignificant microscopic piece of dust floating on a, a little bit of a bigger piece of dust floating into some infinite expanse of universe and nothingness and we're only here for like a half a nanosecond you know, in the whole grand scheme of things. So, you know, we're not that important. Do what you like. As long as you're not harming anyone, make as many friends as you can, hug as many people as you can, and, like, do, do like, fun stuff. That's it. And meet cool people and do fun stuff. That should be the motto, right? Maybe we should make that for next year. Instead of racing as one, meet cool people, do do fun stuff like that. I like that's coming up on a sticker soon. <laughs> yeah. Me cool people do fun stuff, you know? And if you live by that stuff, you know, if you live by that rule, you're, you're pretty much golden, right? Like, absolutely. You're, you're three quarters of the way there at least. Right. So. Yeah, you're already winning. And then, you know, and, and you know, what are, what are Dave, let's, let's leave with this. Like, what are some things, you know, you, you said you, you battle with some like severe depression in your past and, and what are what are some things that, you know, when when that comes into your head again, like what are some things that help you maybe help you get out of that mindset? Or do you have a, a thought that you think of or a memory or like what describe that process if you if you don't mind just a yeah. little bit, just to yeah. maybe help. Yeah. Uh, one is uh, comparison is the thief of joy, um, you know, it where you're at right like it's it's uh where you're at it's an incredible place to be um there's a lot of medicine i think that where we're at on on you know literally like there's something to take away from this moment in any moment right and like my goal is just to learn exactly what that lesson is and try and figure out how i can create action from that lesson right so um yeah comparison is the thief of joy and just just be where you're at um 
like I said, I'm, I'm fortunate to have gone through my, my, uh, my trauma. I, I really am. I, I really feel like that that's probably the biggest superpower I have is, uh, you know, knowing that for all intents and purposes, like I should be, you know, probably not here right now or like in needing a massive amount of, of medical care. Um, so, you know, when I'm battling something in terms of like flipping the script and having my perspective, um, that's a massive dose of perspective for me. Right. But like, you know, I'm, I'm somewhat new to the world of triathlon. Uh, I started three seasons ago and right when I started swimming, I couldn't even put my face in the water, but like the relationship that I had to the water was so incredibly unhealthy that like, I was just feeding anxiety. I was feeding all, all that negative thing, you know, all those negative um, you know, um, thoughts in that inner dialogue, right. To where, like, I understood that I could flip the script and, you know, I, I can tell myself something different. Right. So like, instead of telling myself, don't die, don't die, don't die, don't die. You know, now I'm just thinking of like, well, all I'm thinking about is I'm going to die. Right. Like I'm, I'm going to, this is, this is how I go. Right. I'm going to drown right now. But it started being, um, you know, I'm positive, like on my, on my reach, I would say positive, and then I would say calm in my catch, right? And then once I started getting like really comfortable in my stroke um, and had that develop more, now I say um, strength, you know, or I say, you know, either strength or um, like I deserve to be here, um, something like that. Throughout my journey, like I'm starting to do a lot of public speaking things. I unknowingly created a process to, for myself that I, I'm titling um, negative to neutral, neutral to positive, positive to powerful. So it's like in everything that I do in every new thing that I'm starting to do, I'm supposed to be like really crappy at it because I've never done it before. Mm -hmm. Right. So, you know, don't be negative about it. Be neutral. Practice a state of neutrality. Neutrality is a superpower. If you could just not be negative, we don't have to always be positive, like being positive all the time isn't really realistic. And we're going to call BS on ourselves all the time whenever we do that. Like not everything's going to be candy canes and, and unicorns and rainbows and everything's going to be PRs. Right. But like if you could just not be negative about it and just understand that the process is the process. And if you continue the process, then you're inevitably going to get better at it than you were starting. So like just be in the process and do it kind of thing and just be in it. Take away every lesson that you possibly can from it. Um, and then once you've gotten really good at that, start strengthening that, right? Like, how do I build upon that? Right. And it's, it's flipping that script again from positive to powerful. Right. So again, that's, that's that dialogue. Right. So it's like, how, how do I propel myself forward? And that's, that's telling myself all the strengthening things. Like I deserve to be here. I work for this. I'm going to crush this. You know, um, I, I've done everything I can up to this point. I'm going to do everything I can and I'm, I'm going to detach from the outcome and enjoy the process and just, you know, do it with love and grace. Right. So, yeah, I, God, that's that's so good to hear you say that. And I mean, it, it is really it's really obviously it's awesome that you're still here. Duh. But, uh, you know, a lot of people don't don't make it right. If the people that were in your position and and I think you know, it's, it's, a you know, it's awesome. And it, and it's, it's kind of sad because, you know, really, I think we all, okay, we're, okay. We're young, right? We're young. We're invincible. Like, I don't have to worry about that. I'm young, right? Like, whatever. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm young. I don't have any money. I don't know where I'm going to live. Like I'm young, <laughs> but at least there's kind of like a hope, right? And you're like, well, I'll deal with that later. Right. I'll deal, I'll deal with like life later. Right. And right. then, 
and then you know you're you're all of a sudden you're like you're you wake up and you're old right and then you get yeah. some grit you get some grays just like that right. and then you're like well no this is my That's life wisdom. right like this is my life and you know for you to go through that i think what's really what's really poignant about this and and I, I i don't know if you could answer this question or not but you know i see it a lot and specifically within our our sport is you know or, or in general and and you know it's 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 kind of really sad and and shout out to to troy and, and troy and his family are going through one of our team captains is going through some stuff at at home his wife has cancer and she's battling it and you know it's like you know you you're you it seems like a lot of people take for granted like just the fact that we're like like we said earlier we're living and breathing air on some little marble floating around space which is like unbelievable and you know we don't necessarily like we should we should not have to go through something so gnarly as like what you went through or what troy's going through to like have that perspective, but usually that's what it takes, right? For people to like, you have an unbelievable outlook on life. You're like, like you said, you're super positive, always not, not positive hundred percent of the time, but like you, you at least recognize, you know, when, when stuff is happening and, and you now have, you've, you've trained yourself to develop these tools to help you, you know, move on. Right. You know, you're with your little, like even your new mantras that you just, it's so rad. But like the fact that like a lot of people have to go through something so gnarly to appreciate the the fact that we all get to do this thing together is is that's kind of really, in my opinion, is a little sad because I, I mean it's it's all just wonderful, right? Like the fact that we're just living it's just wonderful, and we get to do like we do triathlon, right? Like how like like how unnecessary is this sport and like life right like we don't we we're li we, we live so comfortably now that we get to do this because we need some like some bonding suffering with our fellow humans that yeah. think alike right it's pretty cool so yeah. I, I don't know thanks for sharing it it's basically that was like this the longest winded thanks for sharing this like story of your your journey to to here so i apologize for that no no man all good yeah i'm uh I'm, I'm fortunate to have gone through it, man, like I said. And um, yeah, it's um, it, it's it's been something I, I needed to go through it in, in a really, really weird way. Like if you would have known me prior to this, like I, God, I was a completely different person. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, I, I needed to go through it and I'm fortunate to have gone through it. And, um, you know, Boy. trying to do with what I'm, I'm doing with it now, um, it makes it all worth it, right? So yeah i mean that's that's pretty awesome and that's pretty awesome that you came out you know you came out you came out of it the way you came out of it because a lot of people don't you know so it's it, it's turning it's turning positivity so Ch oh chad's getting like chad's chad's way smarter chad's probably one of the smartest people i know so uh after childhood it typically takes a traumatic experience to change your personality oh that's that's good luckily i don't really have much personality so um, I just kind of, you know, I, I, I think I'm kind of like my dog. Like I got a, I got a new dog not that long ago and she's kind of dumb. Right. Like, and I, I think I get more joy cause I'm not that smart of a human being. <laughs> I get, I just get to, <laughs> I just get to go along. So, all right.
cool. So if you guys have questions or if you're turning into this, tuning into this later, drop some notes. Dave's about to do his laundry, it looks like. Um, <laughs> uh, there's a there's a little bit going on, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Send send them. You have to have ping pong skills, Richard Parker. Man, I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm going to smash you next time. I'm going to smash you at ping pong next time I see you, Parker. It's like <laughs> I smashed you before. Um, anyway, it, it was a pleasure. Um, you know, and uh, we, we thank, we thank you for being part of the group. And, and again, you know, if it's, if it's, even if it's one person that you, you help along this, you know, getting, getting into the sport, that's like an ultimate win, which is pretty cool. So um, check out Dave. Give him a ring, show him support. I put his I put his uh, Instagram handle in the comments a little little farther up there. So um, we appreciate it. You guys uh, enjoy your weekend. Be safe. If you're in the stuck in the frozen tundra of somewhere, um, you know, get, you know, gear up and stay warm and put a smile on your face. So thanks, team. We'll we'll tune in uh, soon, and we're gonna be giving away some more stuff. So. We appreciate you uh, you checking us out. So thanks, guys. Awesome. Appreciate you, Mark. Thanks, guys. Yeah. You too, Dave. Thanks. Take care.